This is Kelly. This is Jen. This is Heather. And you're listening to Whiskey Cats. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we have uh, two whiskeys today from the faraway land of California. <laughs> Imported directly via Alaska <laughs> Airlines. Yeah, so I'm uh, on this very special edition of Whiskey Cats. Uh, all the Whiskey Cats are in one place. Yay! <laughs> so good. We're very excited about it. Amos is excited about it, too. We've had a lot of whiskey already. <laughs> Correct. Correct. So we're going to have more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> on air now. On, yeah, on air. On air. On air. Uh, so I brought to this fine land of Washington, D.C., a Lost Republic... Bourbon. It's a straight bourbon whiskey um, from Heldsburg, California, and a home base bourbon from Oakland, California. Bourbon whiskey from Oakland, California. Heldsburg is where Bear Republic is, which is a great brewery. Oh, I wonder if they're, I wonder if they're related. Related. Yeah, with the big old California brown bear mm-hmm. on the label. It's a great label. Yeah. He's eating a fish. Yeah. I love it. Uh, should we start with the Lost Republic? Yeah. Okay. So, um, this is actually um, only barrel-aged in California, so the whiskey is not from California itself. They just uh, take the... So, it's distilled in Indiana, like hmm. most whiskeys. Most whiskeys. <laughs> um, and then bottled by Lost Republic and um, barrel-aged. Straight bourbon barrel-aged in California. It's 91 proof. But yeah, it does have a beautiful label. There's a grr, grizzly bear <laughs> with a... Reminiscent of the California flag, mm-hmm. our treasured bear. Is that a salmon? Probs. We're going to say it's a salmon. I would think so. All right. Bear's got to eat. Bear's got to eat. Bear's got to eat. Cat's got to drink. <laughs> oh, it smells nice. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> Cheers. Mmm. That's a very smooth bourbon. I was just going to say, it's very smooth. That reminds me of, like, the Russell, I think. Oh, interesting. You know, just, mm-hmm. like, pretty much nothing. I don't know that I would say that it's, like, super special, but just a very, like... Nice. Middle-of-the-road. Middle-of-the-road whiskey. Yeah. Bourbon. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think in there, Jen? <laughs> You're very deep in thought. Ah, it's... I was expecting it to be a lot sweeter than it is. I don't know why. It's pretty sweet, though. I'm getting... I mean, it tastes like a bourbon to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. It's also, uh, for a 91 proof, I thought there would be more of a, a bite to it than there is. It, I li- it's like spicier. It's spicier than I feel like most bourbons I've had lately. Maybe because we've been drinking the Magnus, which is much lower on spice and sweeter, I think. I would say the Magnus is like a more complex bourbon than what this is. That's probably true. How aged is this? Let's see if it gives us an age expression. It just talks about the bear flag and that there's a bourbon. It's small batch, barrel aged, not less than two years. So a minimum of two years, that's all we're, that we're going to give us. It seems pretty in, indistinct. Like the description seems like, oh, this is like a two-year aged bourbon, which mm-hmm. is pretty standard. What's it, one year? Is it one year the minimum for a oak barrel aged bourbon? 
I think it's two. I think it's two for to be labeled bourbon. Okay. And then less than that, it's a just a whiskey. Yeah. Or like a moonshine or a young whiskey or depending on. Jeez, I've forgotten all of those. I know it's terrible. All of those I was rules. asked. I was asked what um, bottled and bond meant, and I was like. Oh, we knew that. Yeah, we knew I that one. Too <laughs> that we were drinking while we talked about yeah. it. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I would totally buy that and drink it. How much was mm-hmm. it? Um, this was, I think, sixty. Mm. Oh no, I think this was fifty. I think this was fifty. I think it was forty nine ninety nine. It's not bad. Forty nine ninety nine. I would pay yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Sixty would seem a little high. I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are better bourbons you could probably get for sixty special, special type drinks, but. You seem, yeah, you seem very cool. <laughs> perplexed by this. I'm kind of, I have to say, I don't really love it. Really? Mm. Um, what do you think it is? It's a little harsh, and it doesn't. I don't. I just the flavor is just not there for me. Mm. I don't know what it is. That's so strange. Yeah. I feel like we're tasting two completely yeah. different. Yeah, I know. Mine seems like kind of sweet and super smooth. Yep. And yours is like oh. spicy and harsh. It's like my <laughs> chest hurts a little. Oh, That's so funny! Like it's there's something about it that I mm-hmm. and I, and like your palates are always, always weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just it's not for me. Hmm. Like it's not bad. Yeah, but I don't know that I would choose it. In fact, I know that I would not choose it. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry that I'm being so pensive no. about it, but there's something about it that I can't quite. I don't know. I'm going to continue to drink this glass of it, but <laughs> but it's not what I would choose outright. I don't know what it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink it and try to think about it. While we finish this glass, do you want to tell us about the other bourbon? Sure. Um, so this other bourbon I brought what is called home-based bourbon. It is 45% um, ABV. It's a bourbon whiskey from home-based spirits, and they are a sister duo uh, based in Oakland, California, and this bottle is and so their uh, distillery is distilled in California, produced and bottled by Home Based Spirits. And so I'll just I'll just read you their little marketing speak on the bottle. Home Based Bourbon is a whiskey made from a thoughtfully selected blend of malted barley, California corn, and a touch of rye. Each batch is crafted with the dedication and style of its makers, twin sisters, based in Oakland, California. Sorry, I left out the twin part. <laughs> this is a Special release. I don't know what makes it a special release. Um, the store I bought it from um, had one other bottle, and it did not have a special release sticker on it. The other bottle said it was aged 15 or 18 months. So I opted for the aged 25 month, mm-hmm. and this is batch four. Again, with the California corn. Like, <laughs> California is not – it's known for its agriculture, you make some damn fine produce over there. We do, but it just seems like corn is not one of those. And there are other parts of the country much better known for their corn. Right. It seems a weird thing to brag about California corn. Yeah. You're like, maybe you're not growing it in the right area, but maybe, maybe you are. Maybe you are. And I, you know, looking at this bottle, it's very modern, modern, abstract. The label is very colorful. It's something very unusual for a bourbon bottle and you know the marketing speak on it i think they're clearly trying to position themselves as a local 
made in California, all California ingredients, and this is what's going to set them apart from the local California market. It looks like a wine. I was just going to say that it almost looks yeah. like a like a rosé bottle. Yeah, you know, both the label. I mean, the shape, of course, but also the label is very like I could picture it saying like a home based rosé. Yeah, it's kind of a universally pleasing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's the bottle seems very feminine to me. Um, mm-hmm. Like if you pick it out from a shelf amongst all the bourbon bottles and you're going to assign gender to it, um, this would definitely be of the... It looks like a bourbon you would drink over brunch. Right. <laughs> yeah, like these soft shapes mm-hmm. and these like pleasing colors. You can tell where they're aiming their advertising. Even just the name, which is like home base is obviously a sports term, but it also is, you know, home, like having a home and mm-hmm. uh, makes it seem more like... Ladies, this is what you buy when you want to drink a bourbon at home with your other ladies. Again, a brunch bourbon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when you need to bring something to the baby shower. <laughs> I want to go to that baby shower. <laughs> I would enjoy watching people bring this and then they pour it thinking it's wine. And take a giant swig of it and that would be hilarious. Yeah. But at least they could drink it over ice justifiably. True. Mm. But like, okay, this is totally getting off topic, but... <laughs> What is a good bourbon brunch drink? Because now I want to drink bourbon at brunch. <laughs> um, because with like orange juice sounds kind of gross. Okay, but gross. you know what? In our last episode, or maybe it was two episodes ago, we were drinking that one bourbon I got. Um, they had all those cocktails, and they were all sort of like pretentiously named, but pretty simple. And they didn't have like dumb button fact- factory stories to go with them. But one of them was bourbon and orange juice. And we kind of talked about it because it's a classic cocktail, but we've never done that. And it does sound kind of gross, but I'm willing to try it. Well, and I just, so last night I spent some time with our friend, Laura, who reminded me that we talked to her on one of our first episodes that when she was in high school, they would steal her parents' bourbon and mix it with orange juice, and we were completely repulsed by this. Oh, yeah. my God. I, I like, suddenly remember that. Yeah. I feel like we need to revisit that. I'm still very skeptical. Totally skeptical. But we've done some, you know... We've drunk some <laughs> we've stuff. We've some had some stuff. gross stuff in our lives. <laughs> I think it's worth exploring. And I Could also feel like this is way? why bourbon isn't the only thing that we drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also think we will why? drink we <laughs> will drink bourbon any time of day. True. And so like the thought of having bourbon with my egg sandwich, not not a yeah. bad idea. Bourbon with my egg sandwich. I'm like, bourbon I with my sandwiches when I'm hungover, I don't want more bourbon <laughs> on my egg sandwich. I guess bourbon and French toast. Kind of oh. even better combination. Okay. Because, true, true, because true. there's like maple. And maple. Um, right. The maple. And then you can also get barrel aged maple syrup. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, we made those like the whiskey uh, syrup donut, apple donuts. Oh, oh that's oh, right. Yeah. Those are good. So if you pair it with something good. Maybe a maple maple brunch. But yeah, I guess uh, now that I say that egg sandwich is true, I want a Bloody Mary or mm-hmm. a mimosa with my egg sandwich for sure. Let's taste this home base. Cheers. Oh, it smells like corn. Jesus. Yeah. It smells way worse than corn. It smells like corn that's gone bad in the silo. <laughs> you know what that smells like. I spent a lot of time in silos. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I know exactly what. I, I don't want to drink this. Just, just, just do it. Just it, do it. It's really, it's super unappealing. 
I'm getting the barley on the back end of it. Yes. I get the corn on the front and the barley on the back. Yeah. And it's, it's, I would say it is not the most, um, corn <laughs> flavored, corn forward, corn forward <laughs> bourbon that we've ever had, but it is very much there. It really, it's been a long time since we've had the Hudson and we've mm-hmm. not wanted to revisit it, but in my memory, as corrupted as it may be, this feels like the Hudson baby yeah. bourbon. It, and it's, I do agree with you, Kel. It's got the, it's got the barley on the back. Yep. So corn forward. It's a, it's a mullet of <laughs> corn in the front, barley in the back. It's not good. Um, I'm not completely no. offended by it. Really? Yeah. Fascinating. I'm 100% offended by it. <laughs> Tell I feel us. I'm taking it personally. It's really <laughs> funny. I mean, what do you enjoy about it? I like the sweetness for me is starting to come out. It is sweet. I'll give it that. But it is it's the fucked up vegetable kind of sweet, you know? <laughs> like how carrots are sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you've totally ruined it for me. <laughs> Compare um, this bourbon to cooked carrots. Uh, no, thank you. Um, yeah, I th- I think Maybe I can see the potential in it, and that's what's getting me. Like, this is... I would like to know what you think the potential is. Do you think it just needs time? I think it needs time. It does feel unaged. Like, it doesn't feel like it's really aged. I mean, two years is not a long time, but it's it's aged as much as the Lost Republic, right? So that tastes very different to me. Yeah. But I feel like for a two-year-old bourbon, it is... It's pretty mellow. Like, it's... While the flavors are very bright, sorry, I'm being, I'm trying to be very diplomatic. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's pretty smooth. It's not harsh in terms of like I'm not choking it down and it like hurts to drink right. in that not, way. It I'm burn. sorry, I know you don't. I'm choking it, it okay. down. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think there are mellow. There's different kinds of mellow, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's mellow, which I think the Lost Republic is, which is the and I know Jen will disagree with this, but like the sweet to spicy ratio to me, um, the Lost Republic feels very mellow in that respect. Whereas this, I, I get what you're saying that it's mellow in it's like, some ways, it's, but that, yeah. but but the the grain <laughs> is not mellow. Like I, and maybe that's just me that I don't really like tasting grains, mm-hmm. and a lot of whiskeys are you're meant to taste the grain, you're meant to taste the different kinds of like mixes that they're using. Uh, so if that is something that appeals to you, maybe that this, maybe this is interesting to you. Yeah. But to me, that is like, it's a little too, um, I feel like I'm seeing the matrix, you know, I just <laughs> like, don't want anything to do with it. It's too much behind the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm kind of enjoying that. It's a little weirdly unaged. That's and awesome. The, and the, yeah, I'm, like I'm now I'm, I'm smelling like cut grass and that reminds me of summer and it puts me in a happy place. Whoa. Maybe I'm just have been drinking too much today. It's <laughs> possible. Oh, it burns out my nose when I try to. Huh. <laughs> I want to like put it in the little baby barrel and age it ourselves. I'm. I would be happy to do that. But you like it, so I don't want to take it away. No, I want to age this further. That's that's yeah. my thing. Like I want. I want to see it be. I want to see what happens. It can in, be. I'll, <laughs> I want to, I want to try it at five years. I want to try it at 10 years. I want to try it at 12 years. I think 
you know, I think. Did they have those expressions or are they young enough that they're not doing those yet? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, what was available at the store was this special release and a 18 month old. Mm. So, so we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. Well, get ready. Both very circle back. Yeah. (laughs) In five years and see. I don't know. And, you know, not to harp on this, but I, I think for someone or for a distillery that's actually distilling the, you know, the, doing it themselves versus the Lost Republic, who is mm-hmm. clearly getting a refined, like a very refined over hundreds of years distilled product. Mm-hmm. Which, frankly, we can do. We have done it. That's what right. we did. We got right. distilled base liquor. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? Distillate. Distillate. Vodka. <laughs> and aged it ourselves. Or yeah. done aged it for us. And we experimented with that. Like, that was something that, like, amateurs can do yeah so that's what i mean we can stick it in the barrel see what happens yeah well i don't i don't know about starting with something they've already started to age i feel like you have to yeah it's probably replicate their whatever barrel type they're using i don't know i feel like i i'm i'm giving them more credit for diying Mm -hmm. than i am than the last republic oh yeah who is clearly like just putting stuff that they haven't um, distilled themselves and putting it in a barrel. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, I totally, I, I hear totally that. hear that. And especially if they are relatively new, like I, then I would be interested to taste how how this ages, and also like whatever how they start to mix this up. If maybe like maybe it's more grain forward than they thought it was going to be, but you know mm-hmm. that's what they had, so they sold. So maybe they're going to like mix up their recipe or yeah. whatever. So they're one to watch. Yeah, I'd agree. Cheers. Cheers. Well, what if we were. <laughs> What if we were walking along a liquor store in Florida? <laughs> oh God! Oh, and looked in, and the lights were on. Oh no! Oh no! That was the worst. That thing. was an amazing I know, segue. Like, <laughs> that was the greatest segue in the history of segues. In the back of my mind, for like the last like ninety seconds, I was trying to figure out how to segue into that. And I what just, Heather's? I couldn't get there. Horribly trying to reference. I couldn't get there. <laughs> uh, is our news item? Tell us more, Jen. I. I'm just going to cut to the chase and tell you. Okay. Did, um, did you read this under the Florida Man Twitter? <laughs> it should be in the Florida Man Twitter, because except she's a lady and she's a possum. <laughs> right. right. But it's basically a Florida Man story. So a possum in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, um, was up in the rafters of a liquor store after it had closed. Oh, my God. He... She... Oh, sorry. She stocked the joint? I think she did. I love she it. She it, yeah. She was up in the rafters and came down into the store, knocked a bottle of whiskey off the shelf, and mm-hmm. proceeded to drink the entire bottle. Look, opossums of whiskey. Well, they actually, do they have opposable thumbs? They have pretty handy, like, creepy hands. I think they're... But not enough to open a bourbon bottle. We can barely open bourbon bottles sometimes. Correct. Um... Anyway, possum got hammered, mm-hmm. drank it all, and who, I like this who note. Who amongst us has ever <laughs> broken into a liquor store and drank all the bourbon? <laughs> so they interviewed a, um, a like wildlife refuge person, oh, a technician nice. at the refuge, and this is my favorite quote from that person in this Associated Press article. Her name was Michelle Pettis. Pettis says the opossum did not appear to have a hangover. 
It wasn't her first rodeo. (laughs) She can hold her liquor. Yeah. That's nice. They called uh, the, you know, nature people rather than calling the exterminator, which is, I'm not going to lie, probably what I would have done. They did call the nature people and the nature people pumped her full of fluids and cared for her as she sobered up. Oh, it's kind of adorable. Can she put her mask on? Do you think she'll be friends with Amos and then we can be the whiskey cats and opossums? Whiskey whiskey possums. I think think the possum might eat Amos. And that's possible. Yeah. I don't know. He's got those vampire teeth. Mm -hmm. Possums are mean. Maybe they'll have a uh, interspecies romance. (gasps) Maybe. With their mutual love of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Can we write a children's book about it? Oh my god. Obviously. About whiskey. Oh, that'll be <laughs> chapter 25 of our <laughs> ongoing children's series that we've never written. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So can we happens. all also can we all have a wild wildlife expert take care of us when we're hungover? Oh, <laughs> seriously, right? give me give fluids. fluids and I, your hair I think we can call <laughs> Michelle Pettis. That's what I learned from this article. We mm. can call her. Be okay. like Michelle. Please. Help me. Done and done. (laughs) All right. Let's go eat. Yeah, let's eat. Cheers. Hey, Whiskey Cat listeners, it's Kelly. During this latest episode, we totally failed to mention why we were able to record all together. It's because we were asked to be a part of an experimental radio documentary produced by BBC4 Radio. I flew out to Washington, D.C., where we got to record with BBC4 at NPR's national headquarters. And before you ask, yes, we brought the whiskey with us. You can check out the result on BBC's iPlayer and search for I'm Stuck in Here. Yeah, the show's called I'm Stuck in Here. I'll be sure to link to our adventures in the show notes along with the link to I'm Stuck in Here. Catch you next time! Please subscribe to us via your favorite podcast app, such as iTunes or SoundCloud, or find us online at whiskeycats.com. Email us at whiskeycatspodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at whiskey underscore cats. And if you'd like to leave us a short voicemail message, please call 202-760-2009. See you next time. Cheers. <laughs> Honey, baby, won't you curl near? Let sweet mama whisper in your ear. I'm wild about that name. It makes me laugh and sing Give it to me, Papa